Hey, welcome to Permission to Elevate, a space for you to lean into creating a life that lights you up, to exploring your deepest desires and learning all about how to clear out the clutter in your mind that's been holding you back up until now from going after everything that's possible for you. I'm Kelly Jennifer, your host and mindset coach, and I'm committed to holding you high, to proving to you that your obstacles and distractions are nothing but thought errors that can be reprogrammed, and to help you find the success, self-love, and limitless possibility that your heart is craving. I can't wait to elevate together. Let's go. Hello, lovelies. Thank you for being here for another rendition of Permission to Elevate. I'm so happy that you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about consistency. This is a big topic in the personal development world. Lots of people talk about consistency. There are consistency coaches. There are lots and lots of books about how to be consistent. And in my groups of people that I surround myself with, who generally are people who are trying to make their lives better, this conversation of consistency keeps coming up. And really, the conversation is generally about beating ourselves up about how we need to be more consistent in our lives. Consistency seems to be this thing where we believe, many of us, that it's the key to everything. If we could just be consistent with our health, if we could just be consistent with working out, if we could just be consistent with our moods and how we're feeling, right? We feel like we want to be consistent all the time. We have moments when we feel really good in our lives and we feel like, why can't I just feel like this all the time? If we could just be consistent in our businesses, in showing up online, in creating X number of reels in X number of days on Instagram or, um, you know, whatever your chosen platform is, whatever your chosen vehicle is to put things out there. Um, it's a, it's a big, it's a big topic and I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball on this topic. And this is probably an unpopular opinion, and there's probably tons of experts out there who would disagree with me. And I don't even know if I totally agree with me because I'll be honest, I see people online who are super ridiculously consistent, and I know that it drives results in their life, right? I know that being a person who always does what you say you're going to do and a person who always shows up no matter how you're feeling is super valuable. It's super, super valuable. But I also know that it's not serving us to beat ourselves up over the fact that we're not perfect in our consistency all the time. And it's it's really a toxic conversation that's going on in a lot of our heads. And it's going on in the heads of people who are really high performers. People who are working every single day, striving to make their lives better, to create beautiful things, to offer their gifts to the world, to serve people. 
people are having conversations in their heads constantly, not about, wow, it's really great that I showed up today in service. Wow, I'm really proud of myself that I created that reel or that podcast episode or whatever it may be. Wow, I'm really happy and proud of myself that I went to the gym today or that I had a full day of eating healthy or that I had a half of a day of eating healthy. They're not having those conversations. We are not having those conversations in our heads. We're having the conversations around why can't I be better? Why can't I just get a hold of this? Why can't I just get a handle on this? Look at her. She's doing it. Why can't I? Why am I not able to? She has something that I don't. I'm missing something. I'm fundamentally flawed because every single one of my days don't look exactly like the previous day. And because I'm not seeing day over day over day over day growth in my business, in my health, in my relationships, in my life. Friends, this podcast is called Permission to Elevate for a reason. I'm here to give you permission to do a lot of things. And I'm here to give you that permission because I'm practicing giving it to myself. Not because I know more than you, not because I'm better than you, because I'm in it with you, and because I have to give myself permission to tune out the societal programming that is, quite frankly, fucking with us every single day. Consistency. What does that actually mean? Well, it's really just doing anything on a somewhat regular basis, right? I didn't Google it. I have no idea if that's the definition. We're going to say that it is. Being consistent could be, you know, you do something every five months. I consistently get my hair done. That only happens like once every three months. (laughs) It used to happen once every six weeks consistently. And now it's more like eh, every two, two and a half, sometimes three months. It's just not as big of a priority in my life anymore. But it's still very consistent. I, I don't go six months without getting it done. And, and we don't have a problem with that in our lives. We don't have a conversation in our heads around, man, I wish I could be more consistent in getting my hair done. Some of us might if we let it go too long. But in general, those are not the things we have conversations in our heads around. The conversations are around the things that we believe that we need to do to get better to do better, to be better, to make more money, to be happier, to feel better, to be healthier, to look better. And all of the coaches, all of the books, all of the things are out there are telling us if we could just be consistent, if we could just build habits, if we could just do the same things every single day, then one, all of those things that feel hard right now would just be easy because they would just be habits, which is true by the way, but also that if we don't do the same things every day, that if we don't have the same groundhog's day every day of super healthy, kicking ass habits, there's something wrong with us. I'm going to go out on a limb 
and say that the majority of people are not as consistent as you think that they are. And I'm also going to go out on a limb and say that some people are just wired differently. I firmly believe and I know as I study myself, as I get to know myself, as I work with more and more clients, as I dive into the work of getting to know yourself, which is really one of the biggest parts of my program, Activate, people are different. We're not all designed the same. We're not all wired to be totally consistent every single day with every single thing that we do. Some of us need a little variety. We need a little spice. We need a little shaking it up, shifting it up. And you may be one of those people. And it also may be that you are avoiding consistency because of some underlying subconscious beliefs. So let me just clear this conversation up. This is not a conversation to let you off the hook and say, oh, you're just not designed to be consistent. You're designed to be a train wreck and all over the place. And so that's totally fine. It is all totally fine, by the way. I'm not here to tell anybody how to be. But it's definitely factual that being consistent in our lives brings about positive results. But here's the thing. Life is always going to be throwing wrenches in our plans. We want to have these perfect days where we are able to just make a beautiful schedule on Monday morning and follow it to a T and we get so annoyed when either some other outside circumstance comes in and trips us up or when we self-sabotage and we trip our own selves up, which is usually the case. We get so annoyed. We get so down on ourselves. We beat ourselves up and then we tell ourselves that next week, is going to be perfect. Next week is the week that I start to be consistent. This, my friends, is much more of a problem than consistency. Your consistency or lack thereof is much less of a problem than the conversation that's going on in your head around consistency and what it means about you, what you're making it mean about you that you're not consistent enough. Who says what's consistent enough? Who says what level of impact you are designed to create on the world? Who says how many reels is a great amount of reels to post in a day? Are you the Instagram algorithm? Is the person you're following actually the algorithm? We have to know that the perfect week is not ever going to exist. We have to know and realize and recognize and accept that we're always going to have to be pivoting, that wrenches are always going to be thrown into the plan, that things are always going to come up, that we're going to get sick, that other people are going to get sick that we have to take care of, that there are holidays and seasons and rainy days and sunny days. And this is life, my friends. Like, how boring would it be to actually be super consistent every single day. We've got to get out of these conversations that are happening in our heads that are around 
what our lack of consistency means about us as humans. In my mind, all that it means is that we're striving for great. We're striving for better. We're striving to serve. We're striving to be healthy. We have a desire for better, for more, for bigger. Can that be enough? Can the conversation start to shift into, I'm really proud of myself today for what I did get accomplished. One of the first things that I have my clients start on when it feels like there's a conversation around self-worth going on in their minds, which let's face it, most of us have, is mirror work. And it's really terrifying for most people to think about staring at themselves in the mirror and having a conversation, but it's really a short little snippet at the end of their day. And I go through it every single day. (laughs) Not every single day. I am not 100% consistent with it. There are days that I don't do it. But I'm really proud of myself for the days that I do. And on those days, I look myself in the mirror and tell myself specifically the things that I'm proud of myself for doing in that day. My wins, my victories in that day. How did I win my day? I don't talk to myself about the things that I could have done better, about the things that that I failed at. I talk to myself about what I did great, how I might have affected change, how I showed up for somebody that I love, how I took care of myself in one way or another. Let's be honest, those of us who have businesses, those of us who want to impact others in this world, those of us who have a calling on our hearts to have a little side hustle, to have some kind of an impact. Why can't that be enough? Why can't that be great? If you've done one Facebook Live where you've shared your thoughts on a positive topic, why can't that be fucking great instead of you telling yourself that you should be doing that every week? Yeah, maybe you should if you really want to, but you're not there yet. Give yourself a little bit of space. Give yourself a little bit of room. Give yourself a little bit of permission to be where you are right now. Give yourself some credit for having gone out on that limb that one time or those five times or those 75 times when you're telling yourself that it should have been 250. Give yourself some damn credit. There's a fine line between growth and wanting to improve and wanting to develop ourselves into the highest version of ourselves, into our next level selves. And the conversations that go on in our heads around how we're not good enough. If we always are striving for more, we can be tempted to make that mean that we're not enough as we are. And that, my friend, is simply not true. You are more than enough exactly as you are. You are exactly the way that you are supposed to be. You are in the exact place that you are supposed to be in your life. You're at the step that you're supposed to be at right now. And how do I know that? Because that's where you are. Byron Katie says, when we argue with reality, we lose, but only 100% of the time. I love her work, by the way. If you haven't read Loving What Is, please go do that. 
The other conversation that comes up a lot in our heads, and when I say our heads, (laughs) I mean mine. And, you know, like I said, the people that I talk to, clients, people in my mastermind, coaches, we all go through the same things, by the way. It's such a lie that we tell ourselves that other people are not experiencing the same conversations of self-doubt in their heads that we are. I promise you, my love, everyone is. Everyone is. Doesn't matter what level they're at. They're still having the conversations in their head around not being enough. But the other conversation that we tend to have around consistency is that if we are not ridiculously consistent, if we don't do it every single day or five days a week or three days a week, whatever the thing may be, that it's not worth doing at all because we won't get any results and it'll just be a waste of time and we'll never be able to be consistent at it. And so until we can be consistent at it, until we have time in our schedule, until we have enough money, until we have enough free space in our emotional bank, then it it just doesn't even matter. Why would we go to the gym even one day, even if we're feeling motivated and feeling excited about going to the gym, why would we go if we just know we're going to let ourselves down again and we're not going to go the next day? Well, how about it's great to go to the gym once a week. It's much better to go to the gym once a week than it is to not go to the gym once a week. It's great to post one reel a week or one reel every two weeks or one reel a month? What if you're still impacting lives in that little tiny amount of content that you're putting out there that you are deeming so insignificant? What if your tiny efforts are showing people what this journey looks like to battle, to battle with consistency, to battle with becoming our best selves? It's a battle, you guys. And it's a battle that we get to learn to love and embrace. We're never going to get to the end of this journey until we actually get to the end of it all. There's never going to be a part, a point in our lives when we're, you know, who knows, 45 magically when we say, oh, this is, you know, I've arrived. I'm here. I've made all the money I want to make. I've achieved all the things that I want to achieve. I have the perfect relationship, so much love in my life. Everybody loves me. I'm so healthy. I'm so slender and fit. My children are beautiful and happy and well cared for. And life is just rainbows and butterflies and magic. Come the fuck on. Like it doesn't matter what you see on Instagram. That doesn't exist anywhere. It really doesn't. And that's okay that it doesn't. It's not supposed to. What if life is supposed to be this way? What if it's supposed to be the ups and downs, the battles, the hills and the valleys, right? The times when we feel on top of the world and the times when we feel like absolute crap. Without that polarity of those two feelings, we wouldn't know how good the good feels if we didn't know what the bad felt like. What if we could embrace the bad of like, man, this is really going to feel so juicy and awesome when I'm on the other side of this? 
because of how bad it feels right now. Like, man, my success story is going to be a doozy with all of this inconsistency that's going on in my life right now. When I start to be more consistent, it's really going to help people to be able to tell them that there was a day that I wasn't. I just want to encourage you today, if you're beating yourself up over consistency, if you're beating yourself up over anything, will you please just take it easy on yourself? And I don't mean letting yourself off the hook like you shouldn't do it or you don't have to do it or you don't get to do it. Do the thing that you want to do. Even if you're not going to do it tomorrow, even if you're not going to do it every single day, five days a week, do it now if you feel inspired to do it. Do it once and then feel proud of yourself for that. Give yourself permission to feel proud of yourself for that. And if you don't know how to give yourself that permission, I'm giving it to you right now. You're doing great. You're doing so great. So you might be thinking, that's all well and good, Kel, but how do I actually turn off those thoughts? How do I actually change the story in my head? Well, this is a lot of what I do with my clients to reprogram those programs that are in there. Think of your body like a computer, your body and your mind like a computer, right? And it's got all the things that it's got on it. But that doesn't mean that it couldn't look completely differently if you wanted to switch up some of the programs. So we can do that in a lot of ways. We can quiet the mind in a way where we can speak directly to the subconscious mind and reprogram those subconscious beliefs that are limiting us. We can do that through hypnosis, through different NLP techniques, through time techniques. We can do that simply through reframing a situation so that you begin to look at it differently. When you think about it, this happens in your mind all of the time. You're constantly reprogramming your subconscious mind. When things have a big impact on you in life, maybe it's a loved one passing away or someone getting really sick and that prompts you to make a change in your life, that's a shift in your subconscious mind. That's a program that was running and you had an interruption in the program to say, eh, stop, rewind. Do we want that program anymore? No, we don't. We're throwing it out. Here's a new one. So a simple way for you to do this on your own is to just start observing just start noticing when those conversations are coming up in your mind. Start becoming aware of how much you beat yourself up every day. And when you do become aware of it, don't beat yourself up for beating yourself up. It's simply information that you can use to get better, to feel better every day. So look at it as such, as information. Notice when it's happening become aware of it, look at it and say, huh, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? Isn't that fascinating? I'm doing that again. It's so interesting that I continue to do this. And as you start to become more and more comfortable with becoming aware, becoming the observer of what's going on up there in your mind, you can start to ask yourself questions like, are these thoughts 
serving my highest good right now? Are these thoughts helping me in any way? We're conditioned to believe that we actually have to beat ourselves up in order to get better. A lot of us have that really deep wired in there. If we had people in our lives growing up that trained us in that way, that showed us that the only way to be better, to do better, to get better is to tell us how much we suck, that's being perpetuated in our everyday lives. But as we start to notice that, as we start to become observers of that, we can start to ask ourselves those questions. Do I still want to hang on to this? Is this a belief, a thought pattern that I still want to hang on to? And if it's not, you can choose a different thought pattern. You can start to practice different thoughts instead. When you notice it, when you observe that conversation in your head, you can say, isn't that interesting? This conversation that's going on in my head right now really isn't serving me anymore. What could I think of instead? And make an effort to think about the last time that you did something really great for yourself or for someone else. And it doesn't have to be something amazing. It doesn't mean you have to have donated a million dollars to a charity when was the last time you gave somebody a hug or a smile that made their day? Even little things like brushing your teeth or putting your makeup on when you really didn't feel like it, but you know that it makes you feel better to have it on. So you just, you push through and you did it today anyway. Start to give yourself credit for those things. You cannot hate yourself into becoming better. The only way through these negative conversations in your head is to learn to observe them, learn to neutralize them, and learn to shift them. It doesn't matter what your conditioning told you growing up. It's not helping you to beat yourself up. It's not making you better. Beating yourself up and beating yourself up and beating yourself up every day is not what's going to create the consistency. The consistency is going to come from when you love yourself so much that you can't wait to go to the gym because it makes you feel good. The consistency is going to come from when you see that you've actually impacted a life and you feel motivated naturally to make another reel, to go live on Facebook to put out whatever kind of content you want to put out there into the world. When you start to love yourself enough to know that it's all okay, that you're okay, that you're in the right place, that you're in the exact place that you need to be on this journey right now at the exact right time, you start to give yourself a break that's when the consistency will come. But first we have to allow ourselves to start messy, to be inconsistent, to just start where we're at. I love you and I'm cheering you on over here so big you don't even know it. Have a beautiful day, my friends. Hey, thanks again for listening to this episode of Permission to Elevate. 
This is not the only free resource I have for you. Head over to kellyjennifer.com for more and make sure to follow me at IamKellyJennifer on Instagram too. In the meantime, I'll just be over here cheering you on. Talk soon. Thank you.